Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Real Mentors Podcast, ready as always to talk movies, TV, and of course, have some fun along the way. On today's show, Landy, Lando officially becomes the old creeping man in a galaxy far, far away. It took 42 years, but Chewie finally gets respect. And Tom Cruise, fighter jets, Jennifer Connelly, nostalgia all help the man beast find that love and feeling. That or more in today's episode, of course, but I'm not alone. Join my two co hosts. First, starting uh, from a, uh, with our technical producer, the head of the girlslife.com studios, the man beast himself, and of course, as always, CFO of Haters Corner, Mr. Micros. Yeah. Okay, buddy. <laughs> and of course we have live from Houston. Who is that guy? Himself, CFO of Lovers Lane. Another sponsor, recent sponsor. Chewy, how you doing? Yo, Merry Christmas, brothers. Let's yes, do this. Merry Christmas, Christmas, man. This is the day after Christmas. Hope Not afraid to say Merry Christmas. Yeah, we got good gifts, yada yada yada. Now it's time to sit back and enjoy the show. Lots to get into today. Uh, but before we get into that, a couple quick things that we are doing. Our finally got the our panel of experts determination for the top ten of the decade, which will finally start next week. Yes. With a retrospective on the 2010s decade, and of course we'll have our uh, all of awards set up for the Dementia Awards set up here. Everyone has their, I'm sure their the winners in a sealed envelopes, which we'll reveal next week and talk about the best of the best in terms of the television over the past year. So we'll get into that. So I'm really excited about that show. But of course, let's get started here. Normally we do what the fudge, which is the worst of the week, and a lot of candidates this week, and it's not going to be you know the one reviewer who. Made a review about The Witcher without actually having seen The Witcher from EW Magazine. That was kind of weird. What the uh, hell is that? An F. I didn't realize they didn't see it. How did he get something in an F without watching it? He saw uh, 20 minutes, one episode, and two, and then went to episode five, and he was done. So, either wow. way, let's not even get into that. Uh, we, I could talk about cats. I could talk about cats, but this, you know, whatever. And no, six, six, six on the ground. Another one, sorry, Fabian, Michael Bay's disaster on Netflix. It's a different what the fudge, but I'm going to save that for the end of the show because it's going to have something to do with our spoilerific review of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. we all seen it. We're ready to talk about it and dive in. I'm sure you've heard a lot of stuff, but no opinions matter unless it comes to the Real Mentors podcast. Oh, yeah. So let's get into it, guys. We'll put that aside for now. and Let's first take a little breather through the trailer parks. A lot of big stuff dropped over the yes. last couple of weeks. I know it's been a couple of weeks since we've kind of gathered here. Um, and I forgot to mention, I know this one was released by the time we did the last show or not, but real quick thoughts on the first trailer that was Ghostbusters, which dropped a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, uh, right. just kind of an interesting and weird trailer. I wasn't sure what to think about it. Chewy, thoughts on this upcoming movie and trailer? Uh, I actually enjoyed it. Uh, I'm, I guess a lot of people didn't, but I actually did. I thought, uh, I, like I said, I, I'm always into an original. You know, I'm not looking for a redo. You know. You know, wrench drive repeat i'm looking for something a little bit different a little bit new and obviously it's a it's a uh property that had its ups and downs uh to say the least um but uh, i think well yeah but uh but i think this uh version uh continuation you know sequel i think is uh i think it has some positive things that i, I like the vibe you know okay i'm surprised okay mike you sure yeah, I'm and not going to be so positive. Right, I mean, come on. Oh, agree. And there's no, yeah. I'm no not question. interested in seeing uh, Stranger Things Ghostbusters edition. Sorry. <laughs> I somehow knew that was happening. <laughs> I was waiting for the drop. So you didn't like? You didn't like? You didn't care for it at all? Not at all. Really? 
I'm in the I'm in the middle. I don't know because you're right. I, I'm on Chewy's side where I, yeah, I don't want to re don't risk not rehash what we've seen. You know, before. yeah, we we already saw the rehash with women and it, it didn't work. It didn't work, and I don't think it, it would work just to you know just retelling that story again. I, you might be right. Maybe taking it towards this um, you know what is that? Yeah. some small town in the middle of nowhere. I forget where it was that they mentioned. Here, what city here's was. my here's my beef. Why do it then? What are you doing? Are that's, that's well, all I'm saying. Well, there's it's, nothing it's, wrong getting a different take, which is why, again, I'm in the middle. I'm not sure I'm, I'm all for it, but at the same time, I'd rather see something new, right, and give it a shot. I'm not saying it's going to be good. I mean, this thing may fail. This thing may very well end up being stranger if, things. If you want vanilla, you know? hey, that's fine. There's plenty of people that like vanilla. That's you true. know, I want, I want cookies and cream. I want my cookie dough and some sprinkles. I don't want vanilla. That's a fair point. That is a fair point. I yeah. If a worst case is just Stranger Things, then I don't see how that's a bad thing per se. Yeah. Right? I mean, I don't know. I get it. It's just the first trailer. We there might be a lot more. I'm sure there's a lot more than keeping on the wraps than what we saw. Um, maybe not. But I, I'll take I'll, I'll take a different take on the franchise because you're right. The last one was awful. <laughs> Let's be real. No, it was um, terrible. That was awful. It was off. I had to do the fact that women. It just wasn't funny because um, it was actually funny women. No, it just women. wasn't a good project. It, it, yeah. It's from, it from Jump. Yeah. It was awful. And and no. you know what I hate is that when someone runs to defend that, they're defending – somehow they're defending the hashtag Me Too generation. And to me, it just is freaking nuts. If it's not well, a good not product, just, just admit it sucks, yeah. okay? Yeah, like I said, it could have been four guys doing the same script. It would have still sucked just as bad. No, it was the same <laughs> the thing. End, it was, it was same, literally yeah. the same it's thing, the same just thing. women. And that, yeah, yeah. You know. It had no imagination behind it. it yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, so, and it didn't work. So, and but by the way, way, you know, Chris Hemsworth doesn't have a good record with remakes, right? <laughs> He, he doesn't have a good record outside the MCU, to be fair. He sucked in everything. Not, no, no, not that's not true. Just, he did that movie. The racing movie that he did was good. Oh, I stand corrected. You're right. That was yeah, yeah, rough. exactly. Yes. Come My on, guys. Bad. You're right. I kept thinking like the <clears throat> National Poons one and this one and the the oh, one God. with the uh, what is it? Moby Dick was ridiculously bad. Oh my God, terrible. Um, a bunch of stuff. So I mean, he okay. So he has one movie, then there's the Marvel universe. So fine. But either way, um. Let's get on to, to a trailer I'm sure we're all going to be excited about. More so Mike. This is this was the, the Mike trailer. Yes. Of course, as Top Gun Maverick, the sequel to one of the greatest movies of all time. And I'll stand behind that. Mike, thoughts? I agree with you 100%. I, I was pumped watching it, to be honest with you. I lo- no, you know, I'm an Air Force guy. so as And even though this is Navy, I love fighter stuff. So... It, I I was excited about it and still am. Oh, this has your name all over it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited too. Don't get me wrong. I love the trailer. I mean, I, I they look that the the fighting some. Well, they show quick clips of the dog fighting stuff. Dog fights, yeah. yeah. No, but that was that, didn't like that look amazing with uh, with the really super low uh, air airfield attack that they did where it was like just like yeah, over the top. I was like, yeah. This is a movie that maybe, well, probably will be deserved to watch in the big screen. It looks really cool. Uh, I think, you know, Tom Cruise in the cockpit, you actually learn how to fly, you know, which is typical Tom Cruise, and I'm all for it. Uh, Chewy, uh, you on board with us? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely, man. I'm, I'm excited for it. And Jennifer Connelly, God bless. I didn't know she was in this movie. Uh, she's I mean, I, mean I, I know Mike's happy about the gratuitous uh, beach uh, sports scene. He was excited. You know, he, I love, any, any time there's a shirtless <laughs> volleyball game, I'm in. <laughs> 
having us start the story thoughts about the Iceman, you know. As long as the shirtlessness doesn't involve Val <laughs> Kilmer now, yeah. I'm good. Uh, so, <laughs> but uh, it, looked, it looked great. I'm excited for it. I'm sure we're going to and then the last one, I surprised we saw this. Uh, of course, I am uberly excited. I didn't even have to see the trailer, to be honest with you, but I'm glad I did. And that was, of course, Christopher Nolan's next movie coming on July. Oh, and that is yeah. Tenets, yeah. Yes. Uh, which I loved. I know they didn't show a whole lot, just enough to get get you intrigued and the whole... Wet the appetite. Yeah, the whole time thing, which Nolan loves to do. He you know, he has to play with time in his movies and narrative and all that. We've seen that several times, you know, with, uh, you know, Dunkirk and... Uh, and that one exception to something. Interstellar. Interstellar, of course. So, um, Chewie, what are your thoughts about the trailer, man? Oh, man, I'm all in, dude. Hell yeah. I love, you know, he's my, one of my favorite directors ever, man. Oh, the I guy agree. just produces great, you know, critically and commercially great movies, man. I mean, just look at the list. He's one of the that few. Says it all. He's one of the few that actually can yeah. pull that off. Um, and th- and I like this guy, um, Washington Denzel. John son. David oh, Washington. Uh, John David Washington. He was yeah. great. If you ever seen Black Clansman, I think he's going to be a huge star. Huge. He he's on his way. I really do believe that. And you know this, you know him being a Nolan movie, obviously it's it, it, it gives yep. way to that. Along with you know we have Batman in there too. Let's not forget. And you yeah, know, Robert Pattinson. Yes. Pattinson's in that as well. So you know you know obviously uh, Michael Caine, a regular in most Nolan and most Nolan films, is in there. Mike, what do you think? Oh, shit, man. <laughs> it looks fantastic. I'm I'm excited. I know, I can't wait for it. And I just, you know, I, I have never not liked a Christopher Nolan movie, so there's that. Agreed. I mean, no, wrong. Everyone's going to fail at some point. I hope he doesn't. And this doesn't look like it, but I don't know. I mean, it's something with him, and, and you're right, that he has a big budget kind of vibe, but he's still very heady with his movies, right? You know, he's always like, he does a lot of independent properties, which I, you know, Batman notwithstanding. Which I appreciate, and I'm looking for it. I can't wait for this. I, I, I don't even want to see another trailer, to be honest. I'd rather go into pretty dark. Um, I know I got uh, some, you know, saw some retro stuff because they dropped the prologue, or whatever the case was, and on IMAX before the Rise of Skywalker screenings. And some people were lucky enough to watch on IMAX, true IMAX anyway, not the, not the fake one. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're saying it's very cryptic, but it's very cool. Like this kind of action scene, a lot of backstabbing going around, some of that time stuff kicking in. So it's not, but nobody knew what the hell was going on, which is good, right? Um, I was, you don't want the story spoiled. So I'm super excited. I can't wait for this uh, in July. It's one of the most anticipated next year, without a doubt. Um, but let's switch gears because that will kind of, we're going to talk a lot of TV here because there's a lot of TV to talk about. And we're going to focus on two big things. So we had two huge finales of the last couple weeks. And Mike, you said you are cut up, so I assume yes. you are. So I assume you are. So let's jump into the first one and a show which was kind of rocky at first, and I thought ended ended really really well the last four or five episodes. And that's Watchmen on HBO. Yes. That finally ended. Mike, I kind of want to get your thoughts about the show and the finale itself. How you felt it ended? Did it stick the landing? I thought it did. I, in fact, now are they saying this is only going to be one season? Is that is that what's going on with it? I don't know. I don't think anybody knows, to be honest with you. I'll be fine if it is, but it, I, I prefer it would be just one season. But I, I don't know. No one, nothing's been announced. Am I wrong in that? No, you are correct. There's okay. no decision yet. Okay. Mike, um, so I felt it was fantastic. Uh, the last three episodes, in particular, actually the last four episodes, were amazing, out of the park. Uh, can't wait to see the next one type of episodes. So. There's that. 
if the if if there wasn't. Did right. you like how it ended? Were you satisfied with that or extremely? Okay, so I had a negative view of the show the first few episodes. I think the first four, but really it was because I didn't understand what they were doing with the episodes. And as time went on, and I think like by episode five. I started to feel it and not, and like by the time it ended, I was like really into it. So that's what it was. No, I, I was with you. Cause again, we're on the same page about feeling a little iffy first couple episodes of the show. Uh, um, then it became what I wanted to be as a true Watchmen sequel, people, whatever you want to call it, I guess sequel. Um, you know, and it, it, it hit a big, it was a huge home run for me. I like how it ended. Um, Everything kind of tied up nicely. Obviously, building off, you talked about the reveal of Doctor Manhattan, you know, being amongst them and being um, Virginia, uh, forever her name. What's her name? Um, Virginia Hill's character, right. Virginia Kings. I'm sorry. Um, whatever. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Cal. There you go. Cal. Yeah. Him being <clears throat> Doctor Manhattan. And, you know, that big reveal. Was, and I love. And I like part of the ending. And you know, because he was kind of towards the end, kind of humanized a bit. Because, you know, he comes off, you know how he is, he's very robotic and his perspective on, on time and how things work is so different from me. It's hard for us to understand it. But by the end of the show, when he's dying and he wants his wife to stay there because he doesn't want to be alone, I think we finally got the, hu- the humanity out of him, which is pretty cool. I like that little how to kind of circle back to that. Uh, Chua, your thoughts on the ending? Uh, well, I mean, I like the ending and I think on the whole, I really, really love the show beginning to end. Um not you know with the material and, and the point and all the story they're trying to get through and, and the story that they told with characters that we knew and introducing where they are 30 years later where the world is 30 years later um and how they weaved it together between you know the uh ozymandias uh, journey and obviously the journey of of going getting beyond dr manhattan and his journey throughout all this and even with the with uh, Hood of Justice as well, because he was integral, a piece of, of tying all this together from the initial events of 1921 all the right. way through with his granddaughter. Uh, I just thought it was just a masterful way of, of telling a story um, and, and the way he kind of portrayed it and showed it to us where it wasn't, it wasn't cookie cut, it wasn't A, B, C, D, but you had to think, you got a little bit of history, you got, you got, emo- you got I mean, I got, I got emotional at the end with, with watching him die. Uh, Dr. Manhattan, because he, he knew it was, he knew it was coming, and there was nothing he could or would do to prevent it, and and it kind of goes back to the first, the last time there was one question the last time he was afraid, was at the exact same moment when he was when he was born, and he's afraid at the last second the last, that he died. Exactly, which I was referring to again. The last time he was human per se was at that yeah. moment when he was afraid. So I'm glad they brought they came back to that. Um, and, and no, I, I will say the only thing, I mean, the show was great. The minor nitpicks were just kind of a lot of uh, Silk Spider and the other guy with that, with that weird face of the mask. Oh, the, the mirror guy. Right. They, they kind of just became bite. Um, I kind of wish I had something more to do, but I get it. There's a lot to chew on there, so it's fine. But the whole show, it kind of, in a way, kind of gave us a perspective of what uh, Dr. Manhattan sees his world, his life, in terms of it going back and forth and all these things in the past, coming back to the future, and we're watching the show in pieces. Um, so kind of, it was, for me, that's what my interpretation, getting a good vibe of how he sees the world, how he lives through it, we kind of saw it through the show. You know, starting Hooded Justice, going back, and his granddaughter thing with the memories, and she's going back and forth 
you know, through his world, her time, his time. And obviously we got so much of her time, the tragedies that she went through. Jesus, man, she, she, she went through the ringer um, and all. So that was fascinating. Did you guys think that she's walking on water? Out of curiosity? Yes. Yes. I think so. Yes. Yeah. Probably, right? I mean, I would assume so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, I, I, I thought, I mean, yeah. I mean, all the clues were there as far as the egg and I can't make an omelet, bacon, some eggs, and I got to make pancakes and with this whole. I mean, yes, I think absolutely, he, some power. Not maybe the uh, Doctor Manhattan absolute power, but some abilities that that pertain to him. And did you guys like the Ozymandias? Uh, how they tied up or no? Absolutely. Okay. I wasn't. Let me tell you something. I started out as being like trying to figure out. I spent here. I'm going to just call myself out. (laughs) I spent too much time thinking. Okay. And that's what my problem was. No, no. I'm just saying, like, oh, it should be like this or it should be like that. You know what? That's very freaking douchey of me. I I should have been just watching and understanding it. (laughs) Hey, easy. But but seriously, I, you know, sometimes we all get too smart for ourselves, right? And this is a time when I got too smart you, for yeah. myself. You have to sit back and enjoy the enjoy the, the story that, that's being right. told and how they're choosing to choose. Right. Enjoy the silence. It is hard to do that because, yeah, it's hard to do because we're all slaves of expectations, right? Right. And with the movies or shows, and we've seen so much, particularly us. We watch a lot of television. We watch a lot of storytelling. So we're in that mood where we're always trying to be one step ahead of the show. Just naturally thinking, oh, this is going to go here. And, ah, I know what this is. And, right. and so most of the times we are right. Sometimes we're not. And, and conversely, nobody wants to be a sucker, right? I mean, right, exactly. that's, that's where it comes to. You don't want to be the guy that's like, oh. but And, you know, I know come off on a negative tip a lot of time, but I think that I have a lot of expectations. And when my expectations aren't met, I get disappointed. However, in this case, I was way wrong, and this is a great show. And it really is, and it's, and it's kudos to a show that can subvert our expectations and and give us something we can't truly figure out, right? While still while still making sense at the end, mm-hmm. right? I mean, they that, gone and that the was the here. thing is like I was like, oh, what's going on with Ozzy? And and the, the honest truth is, Ozzy was great, and uh, you know the show was. I great, mean, so yeah, when we talked about him, he was just more. Pretty much a side story for the most part, much like the. the well, I, I don't think it was a side story. He no, was, no, I think was he, part of they, the story. The way, what Chewie be, said about them told weaving him back in. Perspective. Right. What Chewie said about weaving him back into the main story to me, I thought it was perfect the way they did it. I can't yeah. think of a better no, way to I do agree. it. Because they, they, they gave us a flashback. Uh, yeah, because I think the, the first time he's there, the first year, and they progresses year after year. But then we get the, the you know, we, we integrated with the Dr. Manhattan. Uh, uh, story and then the Hood of Justice story and it all weaves together with his story and then, then we get his finally get Ozymandias backstory back to 85 and how it all started with his daughter so I uh, know I think it was great man just the way it was portrayed and showing him how he how, you know you know he, he took he took Manhattan's you know creation and thought that's what perfection was and that's what he wanted he wanted the adoration and it went and obviously you know it, it wasn't a dream it was more of a nightmare because he was stuck in Something that wasn't what he right. wanted at the end of the day. Yeah, you know? he, I mean, he liked this is a guy who likes. I mean, he likes adoration, of course. He, the vanity is a big part of, of who he is, but he also like he rises up to the challenge and being able to show the world and prove that he's the smartest guy in the world, right? Correct. That's what he does. And he took that away from him when he got shut off to uh, right, Europa, or whatever you call that place. 
Um, and wait, Saturn was it Saturn? Jupiter? No, yeah, you know, no. yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, he was. I mean, yeah. I don't know if he took it. He voluntarily took it. No one forced right. him. He he said well, he no, thought that would be a good right. idea. I don't think he realized what. Obviously, you know how it is. Yeah, the repercussions. Yeah, the grass is greener. The the grass is greener. not so much. Yeah, right. Exactly. So that that was a nice touch. I, I but liked that's it what made it yeah. like really good. I mean, that to me, it oh. like it started to yeah. make sense. It was incredibly well written, uh, well done. I, I hope they just, for me personally, I'm, I'm good at what we got. I, I, if I don't see any more, I'm fine. I prefer not to. I honestly. agree with you, by the way. You know, but if they do, then. But if I they guess, do, I'll know, watch I'm, it. I'm gonna watch it. We're gonna watch it, and hopefully, it's great. Uh, but it, I, I like that the one thing I do want to say is that it made me want to go back and watch the leftovers, which I think is uh, an interesting looking show. The more I do research into it. I heard good things about it here and there. I heard it ended okay, but whatever. It's one of the shows I never really caught on to. Um, but again, this guy's also giving us loss. Right? Am I wrong in that? Was it lost deal? Yeah, he did part loss. Yeah, he part loss. So he actually ended it, and that, that was a disaster. Um, so either way, watching the show, I think we all agree. <laughs> you can highly recommend if you haven't caught that on HBO. Um, I think you're going to get more out of it if you are familiar with the the canon, if you will, the obviously the source material, whether it be the movie, the comic, etc. But even if not, I think you can still follow it to some degree. But I still think it's it's you get more if you're a fan. Am I wrong in that? I don't think the casual person who's completely unaware who these guys are are going to get the, the same effect from the show as we did. I, I still think it's entertaining regardless. It is. But, you know, just knowing who Ozymandias is and what he did, it just makes sense, right? True. Um, yeah, because you're not you're not trying to figure that out as the show right. goes on. You kind of have that. You have that yeah, even Doctor Mahana, who's just a guy, he can do whatever he wants. You know, what I'm saying it's just like a lot of backstory in that, that you, the show is assuming you're already aware of, which it should, right? Um, it's a sequel, so you, know, you should be aware of it. So, but a great show, absolutely, really well done. So kudos to HBO again. You know, what what else is new? Um, another another finale here, uh, just wrapped up uh, right before the holiday, before Christmas, and that was of course the final season of Mr. Robot. Uh, Mike, are you caught up on that or not? Yes, 100%. Okay, so I'll start with Mike. I know what Chewie's thoughts on it. Mike, that Mr. Robot hit the landing, the toughest thing to do in TV or movies. Okay, so I thought it was really great. Um, I will tell you this, though, that I can understand how people would be annoyed by, you know, the ending. Me, personally, I wasn't. I thought it was really good. I thought it kind of gave you an Inception kind of vibe, right? To some degree, yeah. Yeah. You know, to figure out who the mastermind was, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Wow. Okay. Chewy, I know, well, obviously, but Cherry Thoughts, Audi, which I would more Chewy, Chewy's in love with that show. Damn right, man. That's a great <laughs> show. Beginning to end. Hands down. Did not disappoint. Did not jump to shark. I, my brother was was worried about after a little snippet in episode two or whatever. No, but I, I think I think he had very valid uh, he had very valid thoughts on it. It was but, it was a valid concern in my opinion. Right. That's what I'm saying. But, but, valid but, or however, not, it didn't come to fruition. It, so. no. it didn't. Let me wrong. I just said it, I said it could. I said it, it, it did. Yeah. It, you know what? It, We're like other people could have screwed that up royally. Really. Yes. Oh no. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. They've uh, gone wrong so many ways. But go ahead, Chewie. It, it tackled the material uh, as far as mental illness beautifully in a way that uh, 
not many people could probably explain and portray it uh, on a show and still keep entertaining and keep you watching it week after week. Which is at the uh, end of the day that what the show's about. I mean, yeah, for the, yes. I mean, that's what it is, right? Let's, I mean, we, we start at let's go. We start at the beginning where you know, we start at the beginning before we find any of this out, right? And we start laying the clues as far as you know, forgetting his sister. He's talking to his dad. Doesn't realize it's his dad, dead dad. I mean, so we start seeing right. all this stuff he's, progress. He's made his. He's constructed his whole family for himself. Yes. Yes, correct. Which uh, I thought is really and, cool. That's like I said, I wasn't expecting that. I thought it was great. Uh, I mean, and, and through the progression of this season, you know, through the heist and, and, and solving the mystery and finding out, you know, learning as he's learning, you know, what really happened to him and how he got to where he is. And even at the end where we, when they kind of throw a little curveball, like, what machine was real. No, 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 no. This is all in it's still in his head. Um, and and it was just like I thought it was just great. I I could not love it anymore. I think Sam Esmail was a hell of a storyteller, a hell of a writer, a man, great director. And and those are hard to come by. Where he's doing literally every every aspect of this show is on his shoulders. There's no you know, this is all his his vision, his story, from the music to the layout, the cinematography, everything. And I think it was just masterful. He is. I'm looking forward to his next show. Honestly, it's coming out soon on USA, and I could not love that anymore. No, I, I agree. I mean, yeah, I thought it, it, this. Obviously, this it, to answer my own question, this stick to landing. It was really good. I mean, I love this season. It was a great season. I didn't love every season of the show. Um, overall, it was a great show, though. I mean, season two for me was still kind of a little bit off kilter. I think, but my issue with season two is kind of a placeholder, but. It was. It just seemed like nothing happened. That's it all trying I'm to, saying. Uh, it's trying to outsmart you with right. a little bit too much. Like too much for its own good. But either way, that's a small grab at the end of the day. Everything came together in the last two seasons. And this one was really, really well. Um, although it was, I told Chewie, this felt a bit anticlimactic because it was building up this big showdown, which we didn't quite get more or less. However, so well, we got the showdown in the, in the episode. Let me see. This well, was. He had a showdown with 11. himself. <laughs> right, so we're still a couple of yeah, episodes with, after with the White fact. Rose. With White yeah. Rose, and and uh, you, I just again assuming that is how the show was building is going to end, but I'm not that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the reveal of who, you know, Elliot well is or wasn't, who, who <laughs> yes. he really was, oh, who yeah. he really was, uh, that was re- extremely well done, extremely well written. It it didn't come out of nowhere, which that could have really just come out of left field. Mm-hmm. And it shows a good job of kind of showing you all the clues that were left behind. Yeah, from the very beginning. I mean, if you go back to the first season, the clues were laid out there from the very beginning. Right, which leads me to believe he he was always aware of the ending, which is something that I wish other franchises did. I love that. I I think that that's fantastic about that because so many shows don't know how to stick a landing. So many shows, you know, follow the money. Like, for example, Game of Thrones, they're just out there for the money. The last two seasons were all, it was all Jack. You know, it's just well. That's what rushing. A bunch of stuff are wrong with that. But at the end of the day, you're right. It is it, twist the fence. It's not easy to stick the landing. It's not. Right. It's not. It's not many shows we can really talk about that said, "Oh, the, the, the ending was the nail." Right, the but the, it doesn't happen very often. It just showed um, me. It showed, and I know Chewie believes this too, that he had this all planned out from the beginning, and that's what yeah. I mean, he's it. mentioned. I think very at first season that he had a four or five season uh, arc. Story written for it, and that was his vision and his right. goal from the beginning. It wasn't, 
you know, you know, like most shows, it's year after year and get picked up and continue the story and take it into God knows what directions or what twist can I introduce this season to keep people interested. No, this was he laid out his story and this is how he, he showed it to us and, and shot it. And, and it is this is what he wanted to do from day one. Exactly. It reminds me, me of Vince Gilligan with Breaking Bad. He had his right. version for yes. the show and he's going to end it. If I see and this is this he kind of followed that same blueprint where. You know, lo and behold, you know, who would have thought when you plan something out, the success you can have, unlike on, on other things we're going to talk about a little bit later. But, uh, not to harp on that, but he did a good job putting it all together. Hell. He put, <laughs> did a great job putting everything together from beginning to end. Yeah. A, a, overall, a great show. Definitely. No Rami sure. Malik was great. Was uh, no, no, his he, acting he, he, is... He actually, yeah. you know, yeah. I don't know if he was nominated for an Emmy, but he deserves an Emmy for this, this last yeah, he, season. He, he is. Yeah, he's won before, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. He's, um, yeah. he's not. I know this. I mean, I think he's nominated for something. I'm not sure. Uh, uh, it's got to be. No, he has been, and he's won yeah. before. He won, yeah. I think, for the first or second season. I forget which one. First season. First season. First season. Okay. So I know but this won. season was it. better than. I mean, his acting oh, I, in this season yeah. was it's fucking. No, no, he was great. I mean, this the show. Obviously, he elevated the material. The material was great, but his performance mm-hmm. obviously took it to a new level. Where it's, it just it became so much more believable. Um, it's just, it's just a fascinating show. It's, it's, it's so complex. Uh, it's a show, I guess, it's very heady, so it might not be for everybody. I get that. Um, I, have, I know people who are starting and gotten off the show. You know, but I've been trying to get them to go back on. But yeah, it's, if, it is, if it you're it. a fan of Friends, it's, stay it's, away from it's the show. It's hard to say every time. Yeah, yeah we, we, we just stick in the last. It's a, a huge deal. Um, this show did it. But let's talk about the show did. I'm sorry. Let's talk about something that didn't. So let's get into it, guys. Okay. Star Wars: Rise <laughs> of Skywalker. We're gonna get spoilerific. By now, most of you guys have probably seen it. I assume you did. It's been about a week, almost two weeks since its release. What about Mandalorian instead? Uh, <laughs> actually, you know what? Let's just go back for a second. You know, that's a good point. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> no, no, sure. no, but you know what? I, you know what? Let's talk about Mandalorian real quick because we haven't talked about that. I want because we got the finale coming up. We. Deep dive Tomorrow night, yeah. Yeah, right. but let's talk a little bit about Mandalorian. Forget the, forget the Rise, Rise of Skywalker. Because there is something there that was shown that episode, which has a big, well, which was, I guess, emphasized in the movie as well. It's one particular couple of scenes. Um, let's talk about Mandalorian. The, the last couple episodes, Mike, I, I don't know how to talk to you about this. What do you think of the last couple? I love the last two episodes. I thought they were both excellent. The, the episode with Bill Burr. The, the, we have a new uh, COO of Elvers Lane, man. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> the, that Those two episodes are fantastic. The, episode six is really, really good and a lot of fun. I I just thought it was really good. Uh, my only thing is it was the having the two directors as the X-Wing pilots was kind of silly. But other than that, I thought it was a great episode. And I thought Bill Burr was fantastic and... I love seeing some Twilix and, uh, you know, it was just a good show. It was good. He loves himself a Twilix, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was okay with, I think, I think it's six, right? Six, I, the billboard episode. That was fine. Again, it was, for me, it was still, it was still filler. Ultimately, it was, it was filler, filler, but, and that's but it, maybe ultimately a problem that I have with the show, but we'll talk about that. Yeah. We'll talk, we'll talk with deep dive when we get to the finale, but the last episode I thought was fantastic. Yes. Chad comes back. Who did the best episode, episode three? So, man, she's uh, give her a show. Well, she's getting her show, but thank God. Moff Gideon. She's getting the Ben Kenobi, so good for her. um, Because she's proven herself to be probably the best director of Mandalorian thus far. 
but the last one was great, man. We got to see Gus Fring and you know, Baby Yoda's been working at Boy Hermanos next week or something. I don't know what's going on, but <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> cooking up that delicious chicken. Yes. Uh, but you know, sabroso, sazonado. Uh, <laughs> you know, we got uh, what's this guy's name? Is no longer uh, he has spoken no more. He passed yeah, away. Yeah, I have spoken. Which was that, surprised. Were you, guys, were you surprised by that that he died? Okay, so let me just tell you. Hold what... on, hold on, hold on. Before before we get to that, before we get to that, I have to mention this. You know, at the very beginning when he's bringing the crew together, all I can think about is Rick and Morty, and I'm like, oh. come on, Kara, <laughs> say it, say it. You son of a bitch. bitch I'm, I'm in. in. You son of a bitch. I'm in. Uh, great work. Great, awesome, Rick. Watch those guys you haven't seen out there, please. Uh, but go ahead, Mike. With, uh, I guess, with so, the You're surprised that this guy died. It kind of surprised me. Surprised no, no. Me. It bummed me out because I, I thought it was great. I I really like I really liked that character. Yule, I think his name is. Uh, I I love Ugnaughts. I, I love Star Wars. I, I Really, and you know, it's a shame we got to talk about episode nine, but <laughs> it's that that episode is fantastic. Gina Carano's great in the episode. Uh, you know, yes. Apollo Creed is great in the episode. It's just obviously <laughs> it's it's a good episode. It's a great episode, and a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It's it's just yeah, it, was, it, it, it bums me out in a couple of ways though because you could have there could have been so much more expository material here, and we got one episode left that's that's gonna come on I guess tonight at three in the morning or whatever, but right tomorrow yeah it's it and that bums me out but other than that I mean they could have done so much more with this and all that the four episodes of filler that they had, I, I mean, that bums me out. And the fact that it's 39 minutes bums me out. So, however, that last episode was great. And yep. I'm going to tell you, this is my feel on this. And, you know, the Mandalorian doesn't like droids, right? But I think IG-11 uh, betrayed uh, Yule there. Oh, interesting take. I was not thinking that at all. Think about it. The 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 gangplank was coming down just as Yule was riding up on the on the blurb, right? And then all of a sudden, cl- it was close. I mean, I don't know how close he was, but I'll bet right. he shot. Uh, I I bet he shot Yule off the blurb, and then uh, one of those knucklehead uh, stormtroopers or whatever they are, right? Uh, range troopers, I guess they are. That's uh, an interesting take. I don't know if that's true or not, but it, if it's true, my good call, and that would be kind of interesting to see that. I, I was half expecting him to come out and save the day uh, at the last Yeah, night. I know. So was I. And I, said, I was no. like, oh, he's going to come out. Here we go. And, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. I remember, yeah, though, I like, he, the Mandalorian hates droids, so. No, no. I, I you're, oh, oh, Or the, uh, what I was thinking, Mike, and, and I like your take better, but what I think may happen is he, he comes and saves the day at the end of the episode. That's what I'm thinking of next episode. Anyway. It could be. It could be. That, that's what I'm thinking. But again, I, I love your take. I wasn't expecting it at all. But it's not a bad take, actually. Chewy, I well, I know you liked the last, love the last episode as, as we did. Oh man, I love Baby Yoda, man. I mean, who uh, doesn't love the, Baby Yoda? Everybody and, uh, loves every, Baby Yoda. Every time, any screen time with him, dude, whatever it is, is popping his little head down below. <laughs> You know, the only control, thing that I have to say, that... he's a fighter pilot. All of a sudden, I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> the only thing I have to say is that I don't like the force healing bullshit. That's the only thing I don't like. And and this goes to episode nine too. 
Right, and it's funny how they gave us that, which is what I alluded to earlier, mm -hmm. how they gave us that Force Healing in this episode right before, on the heels of the releasing of The Rise of Skywalker, mm -hmm. as that was on that movie. And you're right, I don't like that either, but we'll get into it in a second. But big episode, we'll, we'll, we'll split a riff, like the last one, see if that can stick the landing for the season next week. Uh, but let's jump into it, guys. Now let's get into it. Now let's get into The Rise of Skywalker. It's been a week and a half. There's just yes. full spoilers galore. Before, we, start, before we start, though, oh, how many times have you seen it, Jose? I've seen it twice. And you, uh, Chewy? I'm guessing Chewy once. Dude, I, I don't I, I know. I don't afford to see it once, man. I got time got money kids. to waste. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's so busy. I've seen it twice, too. Uh, so, uh, I want to start with Chewy because I know, Mike, I know you thought we, we, we spoke about this, you know, during the week. Chewy, just, I'm, I'll get quick thoughts on both of you guys, and we're, we're going to jump in deep. So just give me just a quick couple of sentences of how you felt about the movie. Go ahead, Chewy. Uh, I was, it was entertaining. It was okay. Okay. Wasn't I was, worthy I was, I was of a. Lovers lane for me, but okay, good. Uh, it wasn't worthy of a culmination of forty-two years of movie magic by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, it was okay. For, like I said, I, I can see the bad things and the good things, but you know, I was entertained for the two hours I was there. But I, like I said, I kind of as soon as I left the theater, I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> so I forgot. Wow. I forgot that's we were bad. talking that's, about. That's it. not a good review. Now, wow. Now that, contrast that where, like lot. I said, I, I've told you guys before, you know, Star Wars is not for us anymore. Sorry, guys. Star Wars is still for kids. And I look at my son, and he had the biggest smile ear to ear coming out of that movie. And then I was like, like you know, I realized, wait, yeah, this is not for me anymore. This is for kids. And it's always going to be for kids. That's interesting. I, I've, I've, really I've, I've grown. I've kind of, I think I've maybe matured, outgrown it because they're not making movies for me. They're not making Star Wars for me anymore. They did it when I was a kid. They're not doing it anymore. And we just have to accept it. It is what it is. I'll circle back on that in a second. Well, I, I'll, I'll, I, say, I'll say this. Though. I'll, I'll say, I think when my Star Wars first came out, right, I don't, think, I don't think it was for kids at all. Everybody went to go see it was the adults. Well, George Lucas just made a movie, but, I mean, it was, I mean. Right, but the kids weren't flocking to the theaters. Like, that George like, Lucas the made, a, that made, made a spaghetti yeah, western who bought, in space. Who bought the toys? Who who got the collector and the action figures, the Kung Fu grip and the Millennium Falcon uh, and the time? I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I, I'm totally with my you. dad. I tell you that. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm with you 100. percent And that's well, that's a big. We'll get to that at the end. Let, 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 don't stay on task uh, because ahead, I do want to talk about Star Wars moving forward after this. But so but, it was okay. I was entertained, but right. it wasn't loud. Uh, Mike, haters okay. corner, lovers lane here. Yeah, this ain't going to be no lovers lane on this movie. <laughs> Uh, you know, after you and I talked, Jose, I, I had seen it again, and uh, the more I think about it, the worse I feel about it, and uh, I will tell you this, on the positive side, I felt like Adam Driver was excellent in this movie. I thought he did a great job. I like Adam Driver in this movie. Um, That's a great, some great lightsaber, lightsaber duels. That, that being said... I felt like it was as poorly written a movie as I've seen for a for a movie that I had such high expectations for. Yes, I when I first saw it, I, I called this a an entertaining mess, and I saw it again, and I still feel that way. But the more and more I think about it, the, the more I dislike the movie because you're right. This is by far the worst of this trilogy. I think we can all agree on that. Well, maybe not, but I well, think it's because, worse Well, no, I think it's worse than Last Jedi because, and this is just me, it doesn't really tell a story. It's, it's like a video game. 
It really is. It's like from place to place to place to place that leads to this place that leads to that place. I feel like I'm playing friggin' Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> Which I haven't played yet, by the way, but I'm going to. I'm um, playing yeah, it. I have it. It's good. Uh, yeah, but... it's a total mess. I mean, this is was. I'm not gonna say it's a disaster because it's not because there's a lot of good stuff it's, on there. I mean, no, no, like it can't be a disaster cool. with all the money that they dropped yeah. on it. Yeah, but it looked great. It to me, epic. they didn't have a cohesive story to work with, and that's always a mess. Of course, and that's a huge problem. And let's start from the beginning because after the beginning, it was when I was like, this whole movie, I was like, wait, what? Like over and over, my friends were like laughing about the fourth time I kept saying because <laughs> you know from the beginning. From the very beginning, here comes the opening crawl, the dead speak, whatever it says. Oh, and that's where it started for me. I, I saw right, the crawl. Like, from the beginning, the it's fuck? like, oh, here's the emperor. I'm like, wait, what? Oh, really? <laughs> like, where's the buildup? Where's the anticipation? The mystery, which could have been intriguing for the these characters to find out, oh, shit, emperor's alive. And it's just, right, here but you, you go know what? You just race. totally took, every, and this is just Mike Rose talking. You, took, you totally took everything that Darth Vader did at the end of the first trilogy and shit all over it right nah, no yes yes he so he's I, not I, dead no one no one's shitting on the, the it's no one it's, it's, the, the sacrifice the of darth vader or, it means jack shit i wouldn't go as far as to say that because yeah. I, I mean the emperor should have been this movie to begin with it was he was unnecessary it should have been the kylo ray story at the end. and that that's the stuff that really worked in the movie and with our trilogy um we didn't need the emperor there, and they introduced him. There's no, it's just here it is. You either buy it, you don't buy it. I, I didn't buy it. It was, I was like way too quick to put him in the movie. I was like, already, like, okay, whatever, fine. And then nothing's explained when it comes to him. his planet is ridiculous to say the least, right? And and and, and towards the end, it's Ex- changing it called Exo something, whatever. It's like that like he has to, like, she, she, she tells Ray, strike me down to complete this. If you would have cut, shut the fuck up, she would have struck you down and you would have won. Why By the way, they call that good, force timing. You know? Just so it, you it's, know. It's off. It just doesn't make any sense. But it was way, terrible. So we got Kylo jumping in there. He meets him. We don't know how the Emperor comes back to life. And it just that just really bothered me. It's like, okay, what? I'm not sure what's going on. It's like they put him in. There was no thought behind it. They figured, okay, we need something to kind of tie this up. Oh, the Emperor is no snow, so let's throw the Emperor in there. And so it was bad from the get-go for me in terms of that. It was like, this is not going to go well. And from there, it was just like, man, this story was like, I don't know what the hell was going on. There's so much stuff, and <laughs> nothing. We had no time to let it marinate and sink in. Is oh, we got to do this, and you I'm know, telling now you, we, we, we got to like... out. We got to find this quote unquote. What do they call this thing? I mean, come on now. They call this the the Sith Finder, something right. like that. I... Oh, yeah. really? the MacGuffin? You're talking I, about I the MacGuffin? Like Holocron at first, and then it said Sith Finder. I was like, what the hell is a Sith Finder? I, the, I, I was like, wait, what? Exactly. Like, right. It's bullshit. Oh, it's I'm bullshit. Gonna create Terrible. It's finder so we can find what? So it was weird. It was just like, okay, and you have to get this knife and and then C3PO. It can can't translate it. Wait, what? No, can't but then it. he's he gonna die, but he then he doesn't die. Like, yeah. Oh, what what? Okay, and then we gotta go here and then even though the, even though that, that, that repair guy was pretty was pretty cool. <laughs> he was great at uh, No no he had a great laugh. He's, That's what it was. He spent it was cool. I like it. But for what he's worth, he was at like two minutes in the movie. Right. But it just, it just kept, it was just, all this stuff was coming in. I just, it just, I was just not getting vested in anything that was going on because I just didn't have time. It felt like it was two movies in one. It and was awful. You're right. The, the it was terrible. Was a, a video game. Yeah. It was a video game kind of feel. Get get this item, then go here and talk to this guy to get this item to go here. And just like this. You right. It was like the Legend of Zelda. 
Yes, I'm saying a little naive. Terrible. It's like, wait a minute. You guys just taking my argument for me, man. You guys just feeding my argument. Cut it for kids. Right. No, no, right. Exactly. Exactly. Right, but it's not for kids because kids' movies are good, dude. This was not good. Love it and 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 go buy it and buy the toys and buy all that stuff. They don't. It doesn't have to. Doesn't have to be written well. This has to be exciting and fun and visually great. But does it have to make a whole lot of sense? Chewy. Obviously not, because this makes Chewy. no sense. Yeah, but the, kids, kids really. Some kids huh? are going to like this movie, but obviously, most kids aren't going to like this movie. Obviously, they can't because the For- Force Awakens was okay. A retread. It was a, a, retread. It was a, re- a remake of A New Hope. Uh, Last Jedi was, for the most part, it wasn't as bad as I looking back on it. Was because, except for two things. They take those. No, it's not terrible. They take away Superman and the casino, and it's actually a pretty damn good movie. I, I like agree. what. Uh, it was a. It was a fucking chase movie, and it was terrible. I, I saw. I saw. I saw, I saw them back to back. So we watched. Yeah, you saw it again. That's right. You saw. I know you and, saw. It. No, right. And as, as when I first watching, you know, the the Last Jedi, I'm like, Last Jedi was a superior film to this other movie. Sans yeah. those two scenes, I agree. Yeah, just take those two scenes it was out, darker, and it's the right. Pre- Yes. It, yeah, it was dark. I, it was more I appreciate what Ryan Jensen was trying to do, and yes. he was trying to take a new direction, give us something new and fresh, and not for kids. If, if yes, we're talking to what yes. you're um, it was an, and, then, and now we're back the, to the back one to thing I want to say about the the Last Jedi that I liked was that anybody, what the 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 message that they gave was that anybody could be a Jedi, and the message in the new movie the, in Rise of Skywalker is. You have to be a member of these two families to be a Jedi. Right, which is what I'm saying. That they, they if you want to, say, if you want to say this shit on anything, they shit, they shit on everything Ryan Johnson did for the right. most part. That is true. Yeah. Where, we knew, they, we right down to Rose Tico, because whoever they, you know, they didn't like it. Well, did you, did you like the the reveal of which I, I hated, it, but the reveal of her being at Palpatine? No, I thought, I thought that it was, was fucking uh, terrible. A little. Uh, I didn't see it coming. At, exactly. I, because, you know, because the whole Palpatine thing wasn't supposed to be part of this. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. No, what, what's funny is his mom's been in, her mom's been in well, man. I like <laughs> kill Leaf. <Eve>, what? <laughs> what? Oh, wait. What? That's exactly yeah. another moment right there. I'm like, I swear I was doing that a whole damn movie. And these guys were laughing next to me. I'm like, they're like, are you watching what I'm watching? And they did agree with me. Don't get me wrong. Right. But I was like, wait. What? But 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 the bigger fundamental whether it's for kids or for tweens or adults or whoever or if they can make a make a movie that pleases everybody, this is a movie that they were trying to please everybody and ended up not pleasing Anybody. a whole lot of people. But but the, but the bigger issue with this was the lack of vision and story behind this trilogy from day one. Oh, I told him, yeah, which we knew, and that was my biggest fear. And I, there's, I, there's, I, yeah. there's no one at the helm with the, with the grand vision. Right. But the, but the, but the final C. joke here no, like, is, okay, Chewie. Well, you do this. Okay, great. Brian Johnson, you take over, and you do this. And like, ah, oh, didn't work out. Okay, JJ, come back, and you do this. Right. And we make everybody about, happy. We talked about what's his face of Mr. Robot, how he had the plan from the beginning to end. Oh, what a, what a novel concept. These guys. Yes, I, the, exactly. the, the plan here was that there was no plan. Right. I don't. Yeah, I don't blame JJ here. They should have given him more time. Oh, no, I mean, well, well, I mean, if you're gonna have someone have someone do it beginning to end, not break it up and try to well, bring it back to try to save well, it. Well, I, I don't mind different directors because the, the original trilogy had that. So, but it's just the same consistent writer. But, but there's, there's, there's no one behind the story. Right, that's what I'm saying. There was no 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 end to what J. Abrams started, and you can the, do the it year to Ryan Johnson. Yeah, yeah, how Ryan you Johnson's want. like, hey, but, do what you want to do, and he did it, 
And we like it or not, he did it. And he's like, now it's like, okay, where do we go now? My problem is that JJ probably should have followed what they set up in that movie, as opposed to just kind of retconning a lot of things. Uh, I'm sure he wasn't the only one pulling but the, the strings. But that's behind not JJ. Well, no, right, 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 let's, 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 let's be real. This is Captain Candy's disaster, right? She's got to go. Uh, it really is a disaster. And, you know, and, and, and this is. Although JJ made some decisions, even like with the. With I mean, the, I mean, let, let, let's let this quantify. Let, yeah. We we say it's a disaster, but financially, it really isn't. Well, th- this was actually it's not it is. out of the three, and it's been. Well, well, been, no, no, no. But I mean, at the end of the, at the end of the day, it's not it's, it's not a solo disaster. Okay, it's not a it's not a losing losing fiasco. It's not right. right? But, uh, but okay, if so like it's it not. Let's let, right? let, 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 you know. Let's, let, let's put perspective into this. Is, is it a good movie? No. Is it going to be better than Force Awakens money wise? Probably not, but no, is it going to get a disaster? It's like, it's, let's go lose money? No, absolutely not. This it's is going to make money. Lose money but the, the, it, it, you got to think about this. This isn't just some a, a $50 million movie like Joker. So let's see what happens. This no, no, the no. Crumb, they put some right? money in, but no one's, lo- no one's losing money at Disney. Dude, but they're losing money on a, this movie. But you know how it is. It's like, hey. and Chewie, and I'll, I'll put it in terms that you, can, that you definitely understand. You're playing poker and you got pocket aces. You win $100. But the guy didn't call you. You would have won a thousand dollars. You're saying, "Damn, I could have had a thousand dollars." You won a hundred. That's great. Take a hundred. Take a hundred. Right. But you could have had ten thousand. Could have had a thousand. Could have, would have, should have. But exactly you know, that's, my point. So, so from that perspective, but, there, it's but, but that's that's a lot better than losing a thousand. Also, having the aces cracked. <laughs> Star Wars is always going to make money, though. Agreed. Star Wars is always going to make money. Any, any, we could have directed any movie and would have made a business. See Solo. <laughs> you, that that made money too. If it wasn't for the the extra expenses they had, it would have made oh, money. They didn't make money. Then <laughs> the, well, the total cost and what you make comes well, into the fair enough. Okay? But, but, but you take, that, but, but, but take that take that aside. It's just so Force make- Awakens comes out, and I would have directed it. That movie yeah. would have made the same opening as, as it would have J. James. It just would have. Yeah, probably. That's what I'm saying, right. And you look at and the eve of Endgame, how much money that movie made ending this their saga. This saga is like, eh, 175 is a great number. It really is. But it's not. Uh, but you know they're looking at 250 260 $2 billion. Yeah, yeah, they're right, hoping that, that, yeah, I'm like, eh, not so much. That's what I'm saying. You couple that with all the issues we hear about Captain Kennedy and now this, and it's a rush, and the... You can't have the fan base divided like this because it, it doesn't do it. Because eventually the fan base is going to bail. It is. They're I think that the, that the serious fan base is going to bail. Right, of course. And, then, and so it's a, it's an issue for them. And you're right. This, this, this movie try to force so many things and please everybody and bring back. On the, the fan service was out of the way they The way they fucked around with canon, I think, was terrible. And, and again... Like I said, the more I thought about this movie, the more angry and annoyed I got by it. It's annoying, and right? It's annoying. There's there's one scene I thought that thank God it didn't happen, but I, then after reading it, it actually did. The whole the last scene with Lando and and what and that oh, uh, the, trooper. The creepy, the, no, the creepy Lando. Oh my God. No, so so basically, when I when I oh, first thought okay. when I first saw it, I was like. Don't tell me that's his daughter. I mean, don't so a, don't right. even go. There. Yes, yes, thank you. Which they cut out, by the way. Which they, which they cut it. Well, but they did that. The reason why they did that is because then it would make it seem like all the black people are related in Star Wars. Right, exactly. It's well, really bad. That's not what I was thinking. I was thinking that's such a cheeseball way of all the time. Everyone's related to everyone in some way in this damn universe. Right. What the hell? But, you know but how creepy was Lando did it look when he's like, "Hey, well, we'll find out." And she gave him that no, look. No, but the because because she actually 
She actually good. is his daughter, apparently. Which they is just ridiculous. said it show in the movie. Right. I'm like, oh my god, dude. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. And even and why is Finn? I mean, and and I going going to, going to, this makes more uh, kind of reinforcing my point where Finn has this. It's a little too on the nose, right? It just didn't seem like he's the only black guy and he's the only black chicken. They're together doing this mission together. It just seems off. That's all I'm saying. With the men, it just seems a little off. The right, but that's my way. point: is that this, this and, in this universe, like the, there's a huge mixing, right? So who cares? It's it's it to me. It just makes it too fucking simple. It's like the naming conventions, honestly. <laughs> oh man, and, and oh, and Hux. Wait, what? Hux oh, being an agent, I right? Forgot about that. Yeah, he was. And a spy. he gets shot. And I'm like, after after in La- Last Jedi, he was taunted over and over again by Poe Dameron. Why, if he was an agent, why would it be like that? Yeah, it just it just that came off really bad. It was all just a lot of conveniences. Even right. the new characters really didn't hit well. Terrible. Uh, what's her face? Uh, what's uh, the girl's name? Um, it was Poe's ex partner, oh, right? Russell. Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell. She was a wasted character. She was only there to give him that medallion, which. Really, is it was a video game? Oh, you can use this to get on and get into the imperial st- the, the ship. It's like they could have done and, it. Anyway. And really, what was her? What was her? Other than being quite fetching, what what does she bring to the story? Nothing. It's just like okay, it's just weird and it's just messy. And and listen, at the end of the day, I was entertaining me wrong. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Well, it's, exactly. the, it's, it's, it's the worst out of this trilogy by far, and by far. And but it's as as honestly like, though, it's not saying much. Like I told you before, this people are going to look back at this and say this is some of the worst filmmaking ever. What? Well, calm down. Oh, I'm, I'm oh, not going to yeah, that. It's, not it's going slow to your roll, dude. But I wish it. Listen, I, I, we all lost Star Wars. You're right. Can, maybe can we go back to Mandalorian now? Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe Star Wars. Uh, Mandalorian. Not. But I'm saying, because, you know, Star Wars, and you guys can relate to this, Star Wars is like your kids. Your kids can do something shitty. They can, you might be disappointed, angry, but you're going to love your kids. You're going to support them. You can stand behind them no matter what. That's what Star Wars is. As much as I dislike this movie, if there's a new one next year, I'm watching it. And I can't be excited again because we just love this world. I have nothing else. We love it's being built. But that being said, and I thought about this, and I want to pose this question to you guys. Because we all kept talking about how we wish they kind of branch out away from this Skywalker, Empire, Saga, whatever you want to call it, over his last 40 years. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it's even possible that we even anybody wants to see a movie that has nothing to do with the Empire or anything like that? Because everything we've seen, including Mandalorian, has ties into the Empire, to the, to the lore we're familiar with. The little Yo, Baby Yoda, which I mentioned, was a direct you know, uh, reference to something that we love, we grew up with, with Yoda and all these, and these characters. Mm-hmm. Is it possible to see a Star Wars trilogy having nothing to do with any of the works? So, so what like, do you want to focus like, on? Like, do you think it's possible to get a Star Wars trilogy that has nothing to do with anything that we know currently of Star Wars? Nothing. New? You mean like, like not, 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 not a thousand years? Talking about a hundred years in the future. Now we have no references to Skywalker, Han Solo, Leia, Chewie. Anything is no Empire Stone Troopers. Uh, take you take that all, all that away. Is there something you can actually want to see? Is there something that's doable? I don't think it is. Would you be interested in seeing a Star Wars that has nothing to do with what we know? I don't know. I, 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 
You know what I'm saying? I think, like, would that get I, you I think so. I think so because, you know, before they 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 torpedoed everything that was canon, in the Star Wars universe, there's plenty of stuff there, that's not Palpatine. He's right. That's not Empire. That's not Knights of the Old Republic, and that was great reading, at least on the book format. Now, how they could translate that to TV or movies, eh, whatever, for someone more talented than I am. But yes, there is, there was, there is, there is a direction. Now, whether they choose to take it or not, whatever, that's on them. But yeah, I think, think there was. Do you think it could succeed without it, though? I mean, I, I, I mean, you can obviously make a movie about anything, don't get me wrong, but I'm yeah. saying would I have that kind of success in that? Because the draws that we're all Star Wars is nostalgia to the nth degree, right? I mean, when when when, Us, when this, yeah, when, for most of the fans, not all the fans, when they first saw yeah. Force Awakens, right? We had Ray. We didn't we didn't care, give a shit about that. All of a sudden, they showed Chewie and Han. I'm home, and all the guys are crying their eyes out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and that's what drew them in. If you take away that Chewie Han were home, the, the excitement that was just I don't think is is there as much. The part of Star Wars is. These characters we grew up with. Part of the Star Wars is Han, it's Chewie, it's Leia, it's Yoda. That to us is Star Wars. That's the feel of Star Wars. You take that mm-hmm. away. Because even this trilogy was filled from wall to wall with Skywalker, Leia, the Force, the Empire, Palpatine. Mm-hmm. That's, you see what I'm saying? And we're so attached to that. Mike, do you think uh, for the fan base to really accept anything other than anything tied into this universe of what we know? I think the fan base will buy into anything as long as they try to keep, they try to do something within the continuity. I think the extended universe that they decanonized, they should go back and recanonize it because there's plenty of material there and a lot of good material that they can make it in movies that has nothing to do with Luke Skywalker or Anakin Skywalker or Sheev Palpatine or any of that other crap. Is there anything is, and those stories that you guys are familiar with? Is there anything about the empire and those and those stories? No, no, nothing at all. Okay. There's Sith Empire, and there's you know, well, and there's different. a Jedi. Right, that's different. Yeah. No, there was there was another one. I can't. I don't know how to pronounce it, but they had a whole story and, and series. Uh, I think like twelve, fifteen books, where basically there was another empire that came into this space and kind of took over, and the right. Jedi had to fight them. So right, uh, and it had nothing to do. It wasn't Sith related. It was. It was it was just a different alien, different species. Uh, and so it was very, very interesting. It was a great read. So now there's you, plenty now, there. Now, do you think we're actually going to get any of that? Any any of those kind of stories? I don't think I, so. I, well, I mean, hope so, right? Because, I mean, how many times can you just rehash the same? You know? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> to, quote, to quote a great uh, a, a great man, there's always money in the banana stand. So... <laughs> Well, it depends who's running the stand. I mean, because right, right now who's running the stand is Captain Kenny. But right. I mean, we, got, we got Mandalorian, we got Obi Wan's coming out, and what's the casting Endor? These are all stuff that we're familiar with. I haven't heard anything about anything else. Uh, uh, I don't know how excited I am about casting Endor. Well, exa- which I'm not excited about. Say it again. Agreed. But we're excited about. But, the, but you, know, you, you would want to see Obi-Wan like a secret finish. agent uh, show set in the Star Wars universe. I think it's not a bad idea. It may be great. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm just right now. This is my, my, my feeling right now. I, I, he was not a great character. I don't think like I want to. I want to know more, more about him or follow him more. I don't. But it could be great. Don't get me wrong, Mike. I mean, anything could be yeah, good, it right? It could be entertaining, but that's right. not the future because he's already dead. So, well, that's a fair point. It's yet another prequel, as is Kenobi, which 
again, Kenobi, looking forward to it, because it's Kenobi, we know Kenobi, nostalgia, we know him, it's all great, a character we know. Um, we're probably going to see a little Vader in there, because, you know, they got tosses, you know, they got to get tossed in there, he has to. But, I mean, right now, there's not indications that we're going to get anything. I don't, I don't know where they go from here, because I don't think that we're going to see another trilogy for a while. Yeah. At least I will hope not. I, I think we're done for a while, too. I think at least four or five years, maybe. Especially I, if this movie is, is generally considered business-wise a disappointment, you may not see a cinema property for a while. I'm, I'm hoping that, I think next year, Kathleen Kennedy's contract's up, and I wish it before, and I, I, I hope she's out the door. At this point, it can't get any worse. Bring anybody. It don't matter. Bring Filoni. With far uh, with John Farber, man, yeah, and just whatever, let them do what they do. I don't know if that's gonna work either, but it's gotta be better than what we got. <laughs> if we can get a cohesive trilogy, I'll be happy with that. For Christ's sake, that's all I'm asking for. It's just give me Amen. something that's, that's cohesive. Uh, another another yeah, thought I just had yeah. was, I wonder what the dailies, uh, how the dailies went every day as they're looking it, at it, these, going like, what the fuck are we doing? They, they didn't care. They were just trying to pump the movie out. Um, it's crazy. If, if they were smart, they probably could have split this into two movies, and the party would have been it would have sat better. I don't know, like a Harry Potter, or, you know, Avengers right. did that, you know, that worked. It worked for them, obviously. <laughs> they probably should have done this with this as well, and taking all that material Abrams gave us and give us time to look at the breathe. It was tricky, although themselves were weren't bad. Brian was bad, but. For the most part, yeah. it's, it's still watch. Bad. Like I can still yeah. watch Rise of Skywalker. I can put it on being entertained. Don't be wrong. It's minus entertainment. It's terrible. Watch the last hour of the movie, which is still fun. The cool lights, every scenes, and all the cool stuff we like. Absolutely. But for the as, as a movie, it's it's pretty bad. Um, but either way, let's leave it there. Last show of the year, gentlemen. Another great year. Appreciate you guys being here with me and all that. All the fans out there, check us out on Facebook. Reviews, traders, news, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Next week. Start off the new year with the retrospective. Looking back, we begin our top 10 of the decade. We got the Menti Awards. It's going to be a fun show. Not a lot of new TV shows. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff that we're going to recommend that we're watching over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Chewy, final thoughts before we sign off here on the last show of 2019. Last show of the decade. No, yeah, no, no shit, man. Getting old. Getting too old for this shit. Uh, no, great year. Great uh Looking forward to the new show and talking about all your awards and uh, a lot of new TV starting up in January. Actually, always started up already. And yeah. uh, can't wait to start talking about that. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll set the table for next year as well. We'll That's right. For that. it's gonna be, it's gonna be a big, next show is going to be a big show, so I'm excited about that. Mike, final, final thoughts? No, no, I, I'm excited about what lies ahead for us. <laughs> Oh, my dog got excited. And then, yeah, that's right. <laughs> a killer. It's a killer. My, my, my dog was watching the beginning of Star Wars. and just look at nah. uh, Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. No, no. I, I said everything I needed to say. Oh, my apologies. Uh, so that's all the time we got, everybody. Happy New Year to everyone. Be safe out there. Get drunk, but stay safe. And we'll see you guys next year later. Peace. Computer class, yeah, tell me your name, it's now the time We grow with each other every day, it's beyond us now Can't control ourselves emotionally, this is our life You went on to find your way, you went on to find You went on to find your way, you went on to find 
we grow.